Hey mamas, happy 2024. I can't believe it is a new year already. And I forgot to mention this last week in the episode, but we have hit over 200 episodes of the podcast. I can't believe, um, you know, I've been talking for this long and I don't plan on stopping anytime soon, but wow, we've made it. So shout out to those who have been listening with me for a while. If it is your first time um, listening to the Bread Therapy Mama podcast, welcome. Glad to have you here. I hope that you choose to stick around for a while so we can just talk about all things health and nutrition and motherhood as well. But just so excited that we've hit over 200 episodes. Um, If you guys have any requests on episode topics that you want to hear, or maybe there's a certain guest that you'd love to hear come on the podcast, shoot me over some ideas, you guys. Send me some ideas that you guys have, some recommendations. I have, you know, done over 200 episodes where I'm the one who has to figure out what each episode is about. So if you guys have any episode recs, um, you can send me an email this is Miranda Lee at gmail.com, or you guys can send me a message on my Instagram at this is Miranda Lee. I'm here to like answer your guys' questions about, you know, nutrition, health, um, motherhood, and more. Um, even if it's like a sourdough question, you guys want me to dive a little deeper into that. Um, anything, any questions that you guys have, any topics that you have. And like I said, if there is a guest that you'd love to hear, come on the episode. I'd love, I'd love some recommendations for that. So anyways, today we're going to be talking about nutrition. Um, and more specifically, we're going to be talking about the three ways that you pay for your food. Yes, there are three ways you pay for your food. And I think this is really important to kind of look at and notice how are you paying for your food? And more specifically, we're going to be talking about like the health aspect of buying healthy food because I hear so many reasons why people can't buy healthy food, why they can't make healthy food. Um, You know, convenience has really taken over. So I'm here to give you guys different options when it comes to paying for your food, more specifically your healthy food. Uh, So yeah, I'm here to challenge you guys a little bit. I'm Miranda Lee, and you're listening to the Bread Therapy Mama podcast, a show created for moms who want to feed their families foods that heal them, not hurt them. Food was meant to be our medicine, and the best way to do that is by focusing on the ingredients, not the calories. Here, you'll find everything you need to know about holistic nutrition sprinkled with some motherhood, faith, and non-toxic living along the way. I can't wait to grow with you. Let's dive in. All right, so the first way that we pay for our food, and probably the most obvious way we pay for our food, is with money. Um, I'm sure you notice that when you go to the grocery store, things that are organic or higher quality, or maybe more trustworthy brands, um, they're all more expensive. And it's a bummer. Don't get me wrong. It's a bummer. And then there are places that are just more expensive in general, like as a store. But you can kind of rely on the quality of food a little more when you go to these places. So like the first thing that comes to my brain when I think of that 
is Whole Foods. Um, Whole Foods is expensive. And I think many of us have the goal of like making enough money to just do your regular grocery shopping at Whole Foods. Um, I'm definitely not there. If I, if there's something specific or like a specific brand that I'm looking for, I'll go to, I'll go to Whole Foods, but like, it kind of just seems like a little like adventure and amusement park, just like walking around Whole Foods thinking like, wow, look at all this expensive high quality food that I could be buying. But I mean, other places as well, like we all notice, like if you go to a farmer's market, getting um, your produce there, yeah, it's going to be more expensive than than if you went to the grocery store to buy your produce. But I think it's just important to ask yourself, like, what are you paying for? You're not paying for, well, I mean, essentially you are paying for a label, but like, what does that label mean? You know, if you are buying... Um, food that is organic uh you know or organic isn't um isn't the answer to all of our problems just because things are organic doesn't mean that there aren't pesticides it doesn't mean that it's healthy it, it doesn't mean um a lot of things but in a way organic can be the better option for us but it is going to be a little more expensive when it comes to actually paying for it. So, you know, I think it is just super important to vote with our dollar what is important to us. Um, if we have more people buying organic, buying from maybe farmer's markets or, or you know, not big name brands, like I will never, ever use my dollar to buy Tyson brand chicken. I just don't agree with them and what they stand for and their practices and their ethics or lack thereof. And, you know, I choose what to use my money for and what I'm voting for with my dollar. So, you know, a couple episodes ago, we had um, Sina, Sina from Sina C., on the podcast and she was talking about the high quality fish that she sells um and yeah honestly if you look at the price like it's more expensive than if you went to go buy your seafood at costco but like what are you paying for like you're getting higher quality food and it is going to be beneficial for your health um it's going to be beneficial for you know, your, your families, like if you're buying fish for the nutrients and, you know, hoping not to be poisoned with mercury, um, odds are you're going to have to, you're going to have to pay a little, a little more money than just going and buying traditional, um, traditional salmon from, from Walmart versus, you know, getting it from, from a local fisherman. So that's the first thing is using your money. That is how you pay for your food. And I just challenge you to not necessarily just opt for everything that's cheaper, even though, like, trust me, I know a lot of us don't have the the privilege to just buy high quality, expensive food. But I think just kind of like weighing, like, you know, 
maybe some things are are non-negotiable. Like if I'm going to buy, let's say, any soy products, so tofu, like that's definitely something I'd recommend getting organic because that is that crop is very over overly pesticided. I don't know if pesticided is a word, but it is sprayed so much with pesticides that, you know, maybe something like that. Like if you're going to buy tofu, you opt for organic and maybe you just don't buy it as often. Um, you know, just voting with our dollar and being more conscious of what we're spending our money on. And yeah, just, just being aware of that. All right. So number two, um, how else we pay for our food, more specifically healthy, higher quality food. And this is with our time. So a lot of the times we don't, we don't realize that these higher quality, healthier foods we can just make in our kitchen. So for example, sourdough bread. Um, it is hard to find um, real sourdough bread. Uh, and what I mean by this is if you go to the store, I challenge you to look at the ingredients of these breads that companies are claiming are sourdough and look, because there are only, there should only be three, mm, yeah, three ingredients in sourdough and that's water, flour, and salt. That is it. If you are looking at the ingredients in bread that claims to be sourdough and they have all these different ingredients and more specifically yeast, if yeast is an ingredient that is cheating. That is not sourdough. Once you add like an activated yeast, it's not sourdough. What makes sourdough sourdough is the fermentation process and using a starter. If once you use yeast, it's not sourdough, it's regular bread. So, you know, you can go to the store and you can buy um, sourdough or you can buy bread that's maybe not even sourdough. Or a lot of the time if you go and you buy true sourdough, it is going to be a little more expensive um, because these companies can't just be producing like tons and tons of sourdough if they're actually going through like the true process to make sourdough. So it's going to take more time. And yeah, so that that sourdough that you're buying from the store, if it's real sourdough, it's going to be a little more expensive. So that's an example of, you know, um, buying your food with your money versus buying it with your time. Yeah, you might have to be in the kitchen and put in the hours that it takes to make real sourdough. But all you had to do was buy a bag of flour and now you can make a bunch of sourdough. Um, so that's that's like one way you are buying quality food is with your time. So it can be making these from scratch meals where like you're actually, let's say, making your own yogurt where all you have to do is get like some raw dairy um, or even regular, you can even use regular dairy. I just, you know, raw is the way to go when it comes to um, your milk. But I mean, if you just go to the store and get some like organic whole milk, you know, you can make your own cheese, you can make your own yogurt, you can make your own cottage cheese. There's so much you can make with just, you know, a couple gallons of milk. Stuff that costs a lot in the store, especially it's going to cost a lot if you're getting like the organic versions. But, you know, go to the store and look at the back of yogurts and look at look at all the ingredients all the extra added sugar, 
all this stuff that is unnecessary um, when it comes to the food that you need to be putting in your body. So, you know, there is definitely, definitely the option of buying your high quality food with time. And a lot of us don't have this luxury either, but it doesn't mean that we can't, you know, start small. Like I started with my like from scratch cooking um, journey. Like I started with sourdough. Sourdough was my go-to. That's what I started with. And then I moved on to um, like making like cottage cheese. Um, And then I realized that uh, I didn't really have the time or energy to do cottage cheese. So I'm choosing to pay a little more for higher quality cottage cheese. And so I'm paying for that with my money where with my bread, I'm paying for that with my time. Hey mamas, if you are ready to start your sourdough journey, but you don't know how to get started, do not worry. I have the perfect thing for you guys. I have come up with a sourdough kit that I sell on my Etsy page that has a mason jar that is the perfect size for your sourdough starter. I have dehydrated sourdough starter in there with step-by-step instructions for how to rehydrate your starter, understanding your starter, and of course, making your sourdough bread. It also comes with two handmade covers. One is a jar cover that goes on top of your mason jar when you have your sourdough starter in there. And the other bowl cover is much bigger to go on your bowls when you are proofing your sourdough. So if you are ready to start your sourdough journey and you want step-by-step instructions, you want the help, you want as many resources as you can get, don't worry, all that stuff comes with your sourdough kit that you can get on my Etsy shop. So just go to breadtherapymama.etsy.com and you will find my shop there or you can check for the link in the show notes. All right, you guys, let's get back to the show. And number three, the last way that we pay for our food. And unfortunately, I think so many people today, this is how they pay for their food. And it is with their health. Um, You have three options. You're either paying with your money, your time, or your health. So if you're someone, um, not trying to call anyone out, but if you're someone where you notice that you just buy the cheapest food, which nowadays that unfortunately is all the processed crappy stuff that you see in the stores. If you're just buying the cheapest food, um, the convenience food, the fast food, um, pre-made like microwave meals, if that is how you are living, odds are you're going to be paying for all of this later with your health. And that's why cancer is is on the rise that's why heart disease is on the rise that's why there's so many people struggling with their health and it's because of the nutrition choices that they've made over the years and basically their entire life I mean that's why obesity itself is a pandemic it's because of the poor choices that many people make um, when it comes to their nutrition. And it's hard because a lot of us are trying to survive, right? Some people, they just don't have 
the money and they're working multiple jobs and it's impossible like convenience is the only way that they can make it through that they can even get a meal from themselves or their kids and it's so unfortunate that that is how it is but we have to realize that all of those decisions are coming at a cost and that cost is our health that cost is potential um sickness and illness that we're gonna have to pay for later with super high medical bills because we're stuck in the hospital um this pays for um this causes a shortened um lifespan where we're dying early whether it be from heart disease or um cancer um struggling with obesity there are these reasons that are going to shorten our lifespan where maybe we won't be to we won't get to be there for our grandkids you know our goal should be like we get to see our great great grandkids you know like that should be that should be the goal and we cannot achieve that if we are eating low quality food if we are just running ourselves ragged if we are opting for convenience All this stuff is putting us in a position to pay for our food and to pay for everything later on with our health. Some people even experience this sooner where they have health issues at a younger age. Shoot, you might be having health issues now. It could be gut issues. It could even be, um, you know, mental health issues that are related to your gut health because there is that mind-body connection, right? There is that connection with your mind and your gut. Like, gut health is connected to everything. So, I know it is hard. I know it is so, so not easy to make these changes or to even feel like you have the option to make these changes. But if you do not want to pay for your for your food and for your decisions later on in life with your health, you need to decide what changes you're going to make. Are you going to pay for higher quality food if maybe you're busier um, and don't have the time? Are you going to pay for your food with, um, with cooking more from scratch, with the time, with actually being in your kitchen and making your dinners instead of having these microwave dinners or you can be like me and uh you can find a combination of both you know I pick the things that I want to spend my money on that are going to be more expensive like I opt for organic but I do make the decision where I buy like um like the dirty dozen that they say like for organic foods like those are the ones that you need to buy organic I kind of keep this uh I got my frame of reference is like if you're eating the skin like buy organic um and then there's things that I don't use my money to buy organic and that can be like bananas or watermelon or you know any any melons but if I'm gonna buy any type of berry like you best believe I'm gonna be getting organic when it comes to that Um, So, you know, finding that combination of both, um, learning more about the food system and our foods and looking at the ingredients, um, you know, opting for maybe organic, maybe opting for um, more whole foods where like you actually have have to make stuff like those little, here's an example, like those little like, uh, like yogurt parfaits, 
it might take an extra five minutes, but you can make your own without all the sugar, without all the additives, without the preservatives to make it last longer in that little container. You can make it at home and it's just going to take some little extra time. And I know it's hard because we're all, we're all busy. We're all trying to make ends meet. Um, we all have so much on our plate, but if we don't slow down and make these decisions and these changes now, we are going to be paying for it with our health later. Um, I'm sorry if like the end of this episode has gotten really intense, but these are realizations that we need we need to make. We need to realize that that if we don't make these changes now, that it is going to affect our future. It's going to affect our kids' future. So, you know what? I just decided this right now. I think for my next episode, um, because a lot of you might be thinking like, okay, like I want to make these changes, but like I don't know where to start. Or maybe this just sounds super overwhelming. So for the next episode, I will give you guys some of the easiest um, ways you can start um, just eating healthier, prioritizing your nutrition for you and your family. And I'm going to give different options for, you know, not only um, maybe what uh, what foods maybe you should be using to vote, you know, vote, vote with your dollar, what foods um, you should be paying a little extra for, right? So like I talked about like soy, so like tofu, definitely something you should be paying a little extra for. Maybe some foods not really to worry about that you can buy like the cheaper option. And then also I'll give you a list of some of the um, easiest ways to make um, homemade meals that, uh, you know, are better for you than the store-bought, that don't take too much time, that, you know, uh, are healthy and yummy all at the same time. So I'm going to do that for you guys in the next episode. So definitely stay tuned. But, you know, I hope this episode just like opened your eyes a little bit because it is so true that we are paying for our food with one of these three ways. Um, I just really hope it's not number three because that is, that is how many people are paying for their food right now. Um, and unfortunately I just feel like that's just how, that's just how our society is, but I think we can all be part of the change, right? And we can at least start this movement for real foods, whole foods, quality foods, the importance of our nutrition. We can start this movement for our children, for the next generation and the generation after that, because this shouldn't be issues. It shouldn't be an issue that we continue to face because of this uprise in convenience and how expensive um, living seems to be. But you know what? Our health is so important and I just want to add in there um, when it comes to maybe paying for higher quality foods that this might take a little moving around in your budget. You might have to maybe opt to go out to eat less. Maybe, you know, you have to make a sacrifice of maybe a digital subscription. Maybe instead of paying for Hulu, Netflix, Spotify, YouTube, all these things, right? that you cut it down a little bit so you have a little more wiggle room in your grocery bill to have higher quality foods. I just wanted to add that in there as well. Um, Along with uh, maybe um, number two when it comes to paying for your food with your time, this can also be like 
growing a garden or having chickens, um, which, (laughs) you know, there's a little bit of an investment in that. But, you know, there are just so many different ways um, we can pay for our food with our time or our money that we can just be creative. We can move things around. This doesn't mean that you have to be um, rich and have a nanny to be able to eat healthy. Um, Like I said, I'll talk about some more practical ways we can do this in the next episode. I think that this should just be a good goal for all of us because I don't know about you, but I plan on living long enough to meet my great-great-grandchildren. Thank you all for joining me in another episode of the Bread Therapy Mama podcast. If you like this kind of content, check out my blog for recipes, how-tos, product recommendations, and more. Just go to breadtherapymama.com. I'll see you all in the next episode.